Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. Good evening, church family. It's good to be with you again, and I hope that you've had a good day today. And uh, this is uh, our Wednesday night uh, Bible study time, and I hope that, that God has blessed you on your Wednesday. And it's my prayer that also that, that you have kept up with the prayer needs and the prayer requests of, of fellow church members. And I want you to uh, be in prayer for... <coughs> Excuse me. Be in prayer for each other and pray for uh, the needs of those who are uh, in our community. And and it's uh, uh, always important to to lift each other up in prayer. And um, I want to ask that you uh, be in prayer for uh, uh, a dear friend of ours. Uh, uh this evening uh, we learned that uh, uh miss zula um evie pollock's uh mother has passed away uh, miss zula's been uh a member of union grove baptist church uh for quite some time and she's had uh difficulties uh, with her health for some time uh, be in prayer for uh, Miss Emmy and the rest of her family as as they uh, celebrate the homecoming uh, homegoing of Miss Zula. Uh, but be uh, be in prayer for uh, for uh, 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 their family as as they go through uh, this loss and in their uh, life and want to encourage you also to be in prayer for others uh, that that uh, other prayer needs that have been mentioned uh, on our uh, church family uh, uh, group uh, text and make sure that you are uh, be in prayer for for different ones that have uh, prayer needs and uh, we've uh, I've enjoyed uh, seeing many of you uh, share your thoughts and prayers for each other on different issues and I'll not mention any of those uh, so that uh, uh, any of those uh, who want to be mentioned can be but uh, don't want to intrude on those who may not want to have their uh, uh, life shared on on a podcast. Uh, this evening, I want to share with you uh, uh, from God's Word out of the book of Philippians. But before we do, I want to ask that you join with me in prayer. Uh, dear Gracious Father, Lord, we just thank you and praise you for uh, the beautiful uh, uh, day that you've given us and for the wonderful uh, rain that's fallen. Uh, Lord, uh, many times uh, we see uh, things like rain as an inconvenience, but Lord, it's so important and vital uh, to our daily lives. And I just goes to remind us lord of many many times the things that uh that uh, we uh, feel as though are not uh 
uh, to our best advantage are actually things that we desperately need. And so, Lord, we pray that you'd help us to uh, to uh, understand uh, your work in our lives and uh, be grateful for all that you do. Lord, we pray the, uh, that you would guide us as we study your word. Lord, that you might help us to understand and know uh, the truths that come from uh, the study of your uh, your message to us in, in the Gospels. And Lord, we just praise you and thank you and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Turn with me in the, uh, to the book of Philippians chapter 4. And without a doubt, what we're going to look at tonight is uh, one of the most precious passages of Scripture in all of the Bible. It's a passage that is packed with some powerful promises and, and uh, the truth uh, Revealed here can make an uh, uh, a optimist out of a pessimist. It can uh, put a silver lining in the darkest of clouds, and it can give hope to the hopeless, and it can give help to the helpless, and it can make a a, a slave uh, man feel free, and it can make a a free man f- uh, feel happy, and it can build up a, a man's self-esteem without uh, uh, worry of building up the man, and it can turn uh, discouragement into encouragement and despair into delight. Uh, Keep in mind now that Paul, who wrote this, is a man who is writing this passage of Scripture uh, as he's going through some very tough times and difficult times. Uh, Paul was writing this uh, while he was in prison, and he was not writing this uh, from the luxury of his study or his den, or uh, he's not writing this from uh, uh, the most uh, comfortable of situations. He's writing it from uh, the polluted prison cell uh, there in Rome as he is uh, very much uh, being mistreated and he's being unfairly uh, accused of, of a crime. He's He's been unjustly imprisoned and he's uh, <coughs> he has been become the scourge of the Jewish race. He, he was criticized by his own uh, people and he was forsaken by some of his closest friends and yet he said he's able to say in verse 10 that he rejoices in the Lord greatly. Uh, now how could Paul have had this kind of disposition chained to a Roman soldier? How could he uh, have uh, this kind of attitude with death staring him in the face with no light at the end of the tunnel and yet uh, yet Paul is able to say something like, I am uh, deliriously happy in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and uh, how do you explain that? Uh, well, Paul had discovered some secrets uh, that he says in verse 12, and I have learned both to be full and to be hungry. The word there for learn literally means to learn a secret. And Paul's learned a very valuable secret. He's learned the secret of persevering under pressure and and he's learned how to have joy in uh, the midst of a jail cell. He, he's learned uh, how to make it through the night. And so Paul has come to a point in his life where he has uh, learned the secret of turning problems into per, uh, pearls, uh, obstacles into opportunities, troubles into triumphs. And uh, yeah, Paul was in prison, but he had learned how to turn his prison into a palace. Uh, now, you either are a uh, uh, 
glass half empty or a glass half full type of person. And Paul uh, appears to be uh, someone who has learned to see uh, life as a half a glass half full type of person. Uh, let's look at what he says here. Uh, and I'm reading from the New American Standard uh, Bible. He says, But I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last you have revived your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned before, but you lacked opportunity. Uh, not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstance I am. I know how to get along with humble means, and I also know how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, uh, both to have abundance and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nevertheless, you have done well to share with me in my affliction. You yourselves also know, Philippians, that at the first preaching of the gospel after I left Macedonia, no church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving but you alone. For even in Thessalonica you sent a gift more than once for my needs. Not that I seek the gift itself, but I seek for the profit which is increases to your account. But I have received everything in full and have an abundance. And I am amply supplied, having received from Epaphroditus what you have sent, a fragrant aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God will supply all your needs according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Now to God, our God and Father be the glory forever. And ever, so I want us to look at this passage of scripture. It's Philippians four ten through verse twenty, and I want us to see some of the golden nuggets that are here in this passage of scripture. I want you to realize that that this is some of the most quoted uh, section of scripture in the Bible. It is uh, by far where we can go to get uh, encouragement in our time of difficulty and struggle. And, I, I, and while uh, we're definitely not going through what Paul went through with, uh, with this, you know, uh, uh, with everything that's going on with this COVID-19 thing and all that, uh, you would think that we were being... Uh, uh, forced to uh, 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 into hard labor uh, out in uh, the midst of a rock pile or or that we were uh, uh, living in a time in which uh, we were uh, uh, having to to eat some of the worst gruel that there ever existed. Uh, I, I know uh, that most of us, uh, uh, though uh, things are uncertain and things are not uh, sure where things are going and how things have gone, been going, but most of us have, have been uh, 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 living without too much of a struggle. Uh, we're, uh, you know, there's uh, plenty of people that are without work and uh, without income, and uh, but we have the assurances of uh, living in a in a world where uh, each of us uh, uh, can certainly help those who are in need, and uh, uh, those of us who are in this area, we we're. 
basically staying in our homes and watching TV and and pretty much uh, staying to ourselves and and not uh, getting out into the world we're uh, we're certainly not uh, in the most uh, difficult of circumstances compared to others who have no home who have nothing to eat have uh, uh, health problems that are uh, that have caused them to uh, be on the verge of death here's Paul he's uh, uh, sitting in a jail cell uh, uh, chained to a, a Roman soldier and which can't be the the, the easiest of things to uh, experience he knows that at any moment uh, that soldier could be told to uh, take him out and, and have his head uh, chopped off or uh, possibly to be uh, crucified on a cross uh, Paul is is aware that uh, his freedom is is most likely uh, at an end and in his life is is not going to be a whole lot better than it is uh, the best that he can hope for uh, would be to be released but but that's not necessarily the uh, very likely uh, uh, the best that he can hope for is maybe uh, to uh, live out a, a, a long life and this very difficult circumstance in a jail cell and we're not talking about a jail cell like we have here in the United States. Uh, it, it was um, probably some of the most difficult circumstances anyone could face. And yet he is able to say, I rejoice in the Lord greatly. Now, why is Paul rejoicing? Well, this passage of Scripture comes uh, as Paul is, is uh, giving encouragement to uh, the church there at Philippi. And <laughs> this church at Philippi has, has gone through some difficulties of their own. And uh, he... he uh, he says, I'm rejoicing in the Lord greatly, not because his circumstances has gotten much greater, but that, that Paul is basically saying, I'm rejoicing because I am seeing that you are growing in Christ, that you are growing in your understanding of your responsibility to others who are uh, serving the Lord. Your responsibility is part of the community of Christ. He says, I am uh, rejoicing in the Lord greatly now that you have have revived your concern for me indeed you were concerned before but you lacked the opportunity he's saying you have the opportunity now uh to uh, uh i hope they're not coming for me the siren i don't know if you can hear the sirens but uh that comes with doing things outside uh, hopefully it'll turn off here in just a second <coughs> he says you now have the opportunity to give help to me and to be a blessing to me. He says, I, I, I rejoice in the Lord greatly that you have uh, revived your concern for me. And, and so Paul is... Uh, 
These are the ones that he has called beloved brethren whom I long to see. In in the uh, first verse of chapter 4, he he says, You are my joy and my crown. He says, I stand firm in that. I stand firm in the Lord and you are my beloved. He said, you know, Paul loves these people, but uh, obviously they've had some uh, disputes. They've had some problems that he's addressed in the previous chapters and now uh, he is able to say you are showing concern for me he says not that I'm speaking from want Uh, he says for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am and he describes that. He says, I've learned how to get along in humble means and I also know how to live in prosperity. And in every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having an abundance and suffering need. So how can Paul talk about having a contentment but because he understands and knows that his life is not his own. His life belongs to Jesus Christ. He understands and knows that that if he does go through abundance, it's because of the blessing of God. If he goes through uh, a time of need, of going hungry, of suffering need, he knows that it, it, it means that he just go, gets closer to Jesus Christ. You see, uh, we tend to only see uh, the blessing of Jesus Christ in our abundance. And these TV preachers that, that talk about uh, uh, God blessing them and, and, and you're just not blessed of God if you don't have a, a Bentley or you don't have a, a Mercedes or a, a BMW. Uh, look, they're very superficial in their Christian walk because they only see that God is blessing them in these materialistic things. Paul said, I've learned to be content with these things. Why? Because it helps me to to grow in my dependence of Jesus Christ. It helps me to grow in my dependence upon the Lord. It helps me to see better how God is blessing me, to see better how God is helping me to endure. In the most difficult of circumstances, you don't want to have that kind of superficial type of... (coughs) A relationship with God that you only sees blessings in abundance because why? Because when you go through times of difficulty, when you go through times of struggling, uh, uh, you are going to feel as though you're alone, that God's not with you, that God doesn't love you if you have that kind of of, of feeling, that kind of uh, a view of your relationship with God. But if you see the uh, the if you're content with what you have, if you're con- if if you're in the situation that Paul is in, and, and you're able to say, I am have learned to grow content in the things that I have. I've learned to grow content in in my abundance and contentment in my hunger. He says, I understand that everything that I have, everything that I uh, that that is in me, uh, is provided by God. 
And so if God blesses me with prosperity, it is a blessing of God. If God, uh, if I, if I go through a time of hunger, of, of need, of, of uh, suffering need, he says, I see the blessing of God even more. Because why? Because Paul is able to express his desire, his need to other people in his life, and he is able to see the hand of God working in the lives of other people and how they uh, are moved to, to send those things that Paul needs and how God, uh, Paul is able to see their growth in Jesus Christ by uh, being willing to share with Paul in his time of need by being able to, uh, to show uh, Paul is seeing their, their empathy for him and, and, and uh, desire to be used of God by giving and sharing what God has blessed in them. He, is, he, he understands and knows that they are growing in Christ that, and he's able to see God's handiwork in his life and the life of those like this church in Philippi. And so he says, I've, I've learned to, to grow in, in, uh, in understanding of learning how to grow, uh, get along with, with uh, humble means of learning to be content in whatever circumstance I am in. Because <coughs> he, he says, I've, I'm able to see God's hand working in my life, of providing the things that I need, of providing for me in those times when I have very humble means, in those times where I have an abundance of His blessing. He says, verse 13, that very famous passage of Scripture, he says, I can do all things through Him who strengthens me. Paul says, look, you can't, and I want to share this with you. If, you, if this has been a, famous, a favorite verse for you, and this is a, a passage of Scripture that my mom used to always keep taped to the refrigerator door so that every time we went in and out the, the back door, uh, to go in and out of our house. Every time we went to the uh, to the refrigerator to get some, uh, get out a drink of water or to get out the things we needed for supper, we'd see this verse, I can do all things through Him who strengthens me. Paul is saying not that, uh, not just that God strengthens him. He says, I can live in abundance and I can live in, in times of need. Why? Because God is the one who gives me the strength. It's God who provides for me. It's God that allows me to have the strength. And it's only through my times of need that I can see God strengthening me in my life. It's only in times of 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 difficulty and struggle, in times of going through hunger, in times of going through suffering need, it's those times that I see God giving me strength more than any other time. Verse 14 says, Nevertheless, you have done well to share with me in my affliction. He says, in all of that, in all of that, he says, I'm grateful for you forgiving and sharing with me in my time of need. He says, you yourselves know, Philippians, 
that at the first preaching of the gospel after I left Macedonia, no church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, but you alone. He's saying you were the ones who were able to to help me out when no one else was standing beside of me. And still, this is a a declaration of of of. Uh, God's blessings in the life of Paul. He says, even though no one else was there to share with me in my time of need, you provide, he's saying, God provided me this church, the church at Philippi, to help me in my time of need. When I was all alone, they were there with me. He's saying, look, when when we go through times of difficulty and struggle, we can be an encouragement to those who are in need. When we go through times of want, be an encouragement to those who are going through struggles in times of need. He says, even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent a gift uh, that was more uh, more than once for my needs. And now that I seek a gift, uh, the gift itself, but I, uh, he says, I, it's not that I was looking for that gift, but I seek for the profit which is increased to your account. What is he saying here? He's saying, look, it's not that I was just looking for that gift of I don't know what that gift was it could have been money it could have been a gift of of uh, supplies it could have been a gift of uh, certainly it was it was things that Paul needed in his ministry in his personal life and in his ministry and so he says look uh, it's not that just that I was seeking those things that helped me out of that tight spot he's saying look it blessed my life it helped me greatly it was something that I desperately needed but he says but I rejoice in that it was uh, a way of, of knowing that he says uh, it was a profit for your increase he says look in, in your gift of uh, of giving to me what I needed in my life it showed me that you are growing in Christ it demonstrated that you are being used of God. And in doing so, God is, is ble- going to bless you. He says, that's, that's what He says when He says, but I seek for the profit with increase to your account. He says, I was able to see what God is going to do in your life through the, your growth, through your maturity, through your uh, willingness to serve God. He says, that was more beneficial to me even than the gift that you gave. He says, but I have received everything in full and have an abundance. Why? Because, look, here's Paul again. I remind you, he's sitting in a jail cell. He's sitting there staring down death. And he's he's sitting there probably eating whatever is thrown his way. And he says, I am amply supplied. I have an abundance. Why? Because you've you've sent Epaphroditus to give me some things that I needed. He says I've I've received your offering, and it and it is, and he's using an imagery here. He says it's a fragrant aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing unto God. Now you have to remember that that these people lived during a time in which they they still 
practice giving an offering on the altar and and offering up an offering of, of sacrifice to God on the altar and and <coughs> seeing that offering shed uh, the shed blood of a, of an animal that's offered on the uh, altar and it being burned up and these this message of you know, what you've sent is like a fragrant aroma a sacrifice an acceptable sacrifice well pleasing to God these are words that are are very uh, much uh, like the words that are used about uh, offerings that are offered up to God and he says God is pleased with your sacrifice what you sent me I know was a sacrifice what you offered up I know is 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 a uh, an offering to God and he says even though you sent it to me it is an offer an offering a sacrifice to God and it is offered and it's well pleasing to God it is a fragrant aroma it's just uh, those are words just very similar to the words that were uh, uh, associated with sacrifices that were offered uh, up and uh, on an, an altar uh, back in in Leviticus and Deuteronomy uh, and so he's 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 helping them to see that what they have given is is an, a sacrifice to God and he says, because you've given this, he said, my God will supply all your needs according to His riches and glory in Jesus Christ. He says, because you've given a sacrificial, a sacrificially to me, and it is as an offering to God, he says, God will give... Uh, you all of your needs. He will supply all of your needs. He says, the reason I know that I can live with whatever comes my way is because, he says, I know that everything that, that I receive comes as an offering from God. And he says, I want you to understand that, that in all of what you've given, God is going to continue to supply your need according to His riches and glory. You see, what so many people that are new in Christ have a hard time understanding is, is when, when we're willing to offer a, an offering to God, it demonstrates that we're, we understand that God is able to provide all that we need, have and all that we need. That what we have is not because of, of our hard work and labor that we've gone out there. It's because God has given us the ability to go out and work. It's, it's that God has given us a job that is is there to provide for our needs. It's because God has provided uh, means for us in ways that we'll never understand. And he say, he's saying to this church in, in Philippi, he says, My God, because you have given sacrificially to me, and you've and you've given that offering as an offering to God. He says, "My God will supply all of your needs according to His riches and glory." When we give sacrificially to God, when we sacrificially serve God, no matter what the cost is to us, God is is there to give us all that we need and to provide all that 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 we need in our life according to His riches and glory. And he says, why? Because God is glorified when we offer our offerings to Him sacrificially. Not out of 
uh, obligation, not out of uh, a desire to be seen as someone who who gives and and is faithful or or anything like that, but, but because we are giving sacrificially of ourselves so that God might be glorified and that God might be lifted up and that we might serve God by giving to others, giving to God. And folks, when we give that way, when we give according to God's desire in our life, God will always provide. God will always give us what we need. He says, My God will supply all of your needs according to His riches and glory, and God will be glorified. He says, May God be glorified forever and ever by your offering, by your gift. This is just a a wonderful uh, uh, passage of Scripture that is... It speaks to God's provision in your life. You know, if you're if you're going through a period in your life where you just don't feel as though uh, you're able to to make it through, realize that it's God who supplies all of your need. It's God that gives you everything that you need in your life. It's God that that provides everything. So we need to just simply uh, give sacrificially to God in everything that we do. God will continue to give all of it, all of our needs. Paul says, "Look, I, I he's sitting in the midst of a jail cell, and he's sitting there, and he has greater need than every than than all of the people that he's writing to." And he says, "Look, I know God's going to provide for me. I know that God's going to care for me. I know that God is going to provide, and and everything that I face." And you need to be able to say the same thing in your life. You need to realize that everything that you have comes from God and that God is able to provide for you in your need and He shows His abundance of provision in your life when you have need. When you have, when, when you face the most difficult circumstances in your life, just realize those are times in which God is able to display His provision in your life and His love for you greater than those times when you have an abundance because He's able to give and He's able to show you what He's giving. And you're able to see in your life your His blessings on a greater scale. So it's my hope and prayer that you'll see that in your life. And you'll be able to say, along with Paul, that I have... I'm able to rejoice in my time of need and in my time of abundance. I'm able to rejoice in my time of hunger and in my time of being full because God has blessed my life. He wants to bless you. Wants to, And it's my hope that you're able to see that God's blessing is upon your life no matter what you're going through. And you'll get to the point like this church at Philippi that even in your time of need that you'll be able to serve God. Even in your time of want that you're able to give to God. Not that God needs it, but that you're able to show and demonstrate your willingness to serve God and your realization that God provides all that you have and all that you need. Let's pray.
and gracious Father, Lord, help us to grow in our maturity in Jesus Christ. Help us to grow in our understanding of all that we have comes from You. Help us to grow in our willingness to serve You in our time of need as well as in our time of plenty. Lord, help us to grow and to demonstrate our, our walk with You and our dependence upon You by being willing to give to serve at all times. Lord, we love You. We thank You. We praise You. In our time of want and in our time of need, as well as our time of abundance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank You so much for being with us tonight. It's my prayer that God will bless you as you go throughout your evening and into tomorrow.